football was better without VAR. I think the subjectivity of the referee should be always be taken into account. It's like a player can have a bad game, a referee can have a bad game. Yeah. Because it's getting stupid with the offside. Oh yeah, definitely. I would agree. Um, I think I think for the offside, they they haven't really stuck to the clear and obvious thing because when they get out their lines and their rulers, um, that's not clear and obvious anymore. If mm. it's like, is is for the ones where he's hard, he's a yard offside, that's like obviously offside, and that should be chalked off. But like. If it's millimetres, like some of these goals have been this season. There's no just... consistency either, though. No, I know. General fouls. There are, there are some that are like... Like, obviously, as a Palace fan, definitely not biased, but um, Zaha went over in the box at the weekend, and it was one of those that was, wasn't was the worst foul in the world, but like sort of if that was on the halfway line, it was a foul. But... Because it was in the penalty area, it wasn't given, and VAR checked it and said no. Um, it's, it's a re- it's, it's, it's really difficult, and I think um, football needs to learn from sports like cricket uh, and rugby. Rugby is a slower sport in general. Yeah, Rugby's quite a fast sport, and I feel like VAR takes up too much stop. Yeah, I think I think I think certainly they could learn from cricket and with, with the review system, because I I don't really know how it would work, but I think that could be an idea that they G- could explore. Give the manager, a yeah, couple of reviews because because like in cricket, if you if you want to review whether something's out, you. You like get together, you discuss it as a team, and then you review. You have fifteen seconds to decide, and then if you get the decision right, you keep the review. So you start off with two reviews. If you get it right, you keep it. If you get it wrong, you lose it. Um, and then if you get two decisions wrong, you lose both. You've lost both your reviews, and then tough luck. If if the umpire, that's, that, that, I definitely agree. With that. like, that's something they should bring in. Yeah, if 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 sort of the umpire gives you out and. It allows them it's to get the rulers out as well, though. Then yeah. It, 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 if they put a challenge in on an offside call, they have to get the rulers out, get it exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no arguing then. There's no clear no. and obvious arguing. It's no, the referee's no. decisions exactly. all the time. It's the referee's decision, and you're just challenging that decision. It's like you're challenging the umpire, exactly. It's yeah, because yeah. with cricket, it's, it's, the umpire's never going to get it right 100% of the time. And there have been recently a couple of times when umpires have had absolute stinkers, and... There have been sort of six, seven, eight successful reviews in like a, in in a day's cricket because the umpires just not having a good day, and because they're able to use their reviews, they use their reviews, get the decision for them, and then keep that review, and then if it happens again, they're able to do it again, and 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 it's sort of it's very much that that's a system that works, I think, in in cricket. Obviously, it's not without its problems, but I think it would certainly help to resolve some of the issues sort of I, I I guess I guess the 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 question for football would be when they're able to use reviews so obviously you'd have if there's a penalty shout that was waved away uh, you could say I want to review that decision red card incidents red card incidents uh, offsides offsides I'd say obviously offsides leading to goals um, pen- yeah, penalties, uh, red cards, and goals. 
and like that's the handles, sort of just general handles in the box that you think might. Well, yeah, 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 that that falls. I guess that falls under penalties. Oh, um, like there was one at the weekend at the Palace match that was that was that was given as a handball by Yaro Riederwald in the box, and then VAR checked it and overturned the decision, and it wasn't a penalty, um, which was good for me. Not so and good then for what City, in the but, end? Um, do they have an independent panel? For VAR, or should the referee, when a challenge is called, go over and check it themselves before making a decision, whether to overturn the yeah. decision? It's whether they have someone in in Stockley Park, or whether the ref makes the decision themselves. I guess that's another thing that we need to ask about, because um, I know. Yeah, I, I guess I guess with sort of cricket, it's a lot more cut and dry. Like you're out or you're not. Whereas with 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 like a red card incident, for instance, it's a it's a lot. There's a lot more grey area um, in terms of whether that's a, a, a like a definite yellow or harsh red or sort of anywhere in between. Fine line. Yeah. There are fine lines in football that you might not have in cricket. Um, that is true. It's a very difficult. It's a very difficult issue. Um, it's for sports like tennis and cricket. I suppose they are absolute. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's the same in tennis with the review thing, where they can review it on the line. Uh, they can challenge the calls, and the same similar thing. You have X number of reviews. Then that's what uh, I'd say about tennis is. They could be like VAR now, checking every single shot to make yeah. sure it's in or out. But that would just be too slow. Yeah. So they've given challenges to each of the players yeah. Yeah. to give the umpire the subjectivity, but also the players a chance to overturn decisions they think yeah. might actually have gone the other way. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it just ruins sport if you're constantly looking at VAR or decisions just constantly. Yeah. Being, I think I think they need to have a serious look at VAR because the way it is now isn't working. Um, I think there's definitely a place for it, and it does it does help make get decisions big decisions right. And this season we have seen decisions being made that should have been made like that were obviously a wrong decision made by the on-field referee or the linesman. That have been overturned quite correctly, but for me it has a place, but it doesn't have a place until it's used properly. Yeah, exactly. I it's, think it's a learning curve. I get that, but the way it's been used this season is not acceptable. No, 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 no I agree. Uh, I think seeing seeing uh, clips on online of them doing it in Australia, and that seems it looks like it seems a lot better because the people watching it. Can hear the referee, and then the referee, when he get when he makes the decision of on VAR, then explains his decision, which means so so he goes over to the screen, looks at it, changes it, like VAR say you might want to look at that again, goes over so kind of like the rugby then yeah, yeah yeah has a look at the screen, and then goes right I've made this decision I'm upgrading it to a red card because of this. That that's a very good idea, um, and and the, the people in the in the in the crowds have access to that as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's I another think, thing about VAR is people are confused about what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Stadiums. There's no there's no explanation and there's no communication. And I think 
similar like we have that with rugby like you can buy ref links and things like that that you can be in the stadium and listen to them or if you're watching at home on TV there's a referee microphone that you can hear every single word that the ref says um, with football no idea could be talking about anything could be talking about their weekend for all we know I think the reason like, that they do that though they, they couldn't have that in football because the players constantly swearing at the ref oh, you get that in every it's, sport uh, it's not in rugby. It's you a had, lot different. You had, uh, you had in, in a cricket match. They have mics in the stump stumps. A couple of in the last test in South Africa, Josh Butler, the England wicketkeeper, was caught calling the South African but, uh, batsman a fucking knobhead. Oh, to, no, but to like, each other. But the referee I'm on about directly. Oh uh, yeah, well, that is true. That is true. That is true. That. And I think I think yeah. that's becoming a rule. It, 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 would, it would clamp it out if you started bucking them straight away. Yeah, and I think if 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 they put um, if they put a microphone on the referee, then they could, and they start clamping it out and booking people for swearing at the ref. With the mic as well, there's the danger of they could introduce something of being cited for that. So like, if you're persistently swearing at the referee, they can they they listen to the track and they just like right, it's him. He's sworn at the referee X number of times. But he should be banned for two games or something like that. Yeah. Because I like that that will that will get rid of it. Well, you'd like to think that will get rid of it. Well, all um, these things adding up, it's just making the appeal of being a referee just not just not there. Yeah, I think I think that's no why. No wants to be a referee anymore. At the moment, sort of there there is definitely a lack of quality in referees in the country, and. Some of the referees are not good, and they make awful decisions. I think that stems from the like the lack of desire to be referees these days. There's yeah, not much options anyway. You're just going to train who want to be there. Yeah, exactly. Um, there, there are very few people who want to become these referees because they get abused. They get abused by the players. They the get fans. abused by the fans. The manager will get particularly hot-headed and say something. May just in some ways, I just can't imagine that must have a bit of a toll on your mental health because you're just getting abused at your job no matter the who, entire time. No matter what decision you make, the other set of fans are going to yeah, be on your back. Exactly. Um, Even the games we've been to watch of Exeter City, the referee has got a lot of abuse. Yeah. Even from the Exeter fans. There was, there, was a, there was a ref when we went to a game uh, in October, I think, who was a little bit chubby and just... Just every time he made a decision that the extra fans didn't like, it was straight on his back, making fun of his weight and things like that. And it's, it was quite funny for the supporters, but yeah, like you can't imagine sort of the the the, the mental health, the the mental impact that that has on someone. I can't understand why um, he's still refereeing. Yeah, I, but then a lot of these refs just have a passion for the game, and that's obviously the important thing. You need to have people who are passionate and like love the game and that's why they're doing it so I think you need to tap into that and that's so difficult to because you can't control the fans you can you can make as many tannoy announcements as you want but it's, it's so hard like as you said any decision they make the other the other team's fans are on their back and making a load of noise it's just it's, it's a difficult issue. And 
we need better referees. Definitely. Because I think a, a lot of, uh, uh, to be fair... In a other lot, countries, uh, the refereeing quality is much bigger. Yeah. For better. I think, yeah, it's, it'll be be interesting to see where the standard of refereeing goes in the next sort of five, ten years, because England haven't had a high-level ref. I mean, we had Howard Webb ref the World Cup final in 2010, but he was sort of Clatton our last. Big, they liked. Oh, I hated I wasn't, No, I wasn't a fan of Clattenburg, but he got, hated Clattenburg. There was a lot of people that liked him. Yeah. Alex he, Ferguson used to love Clattenburg because he used to give him all the decisions. Yeah, Clattenburg, Clattenburg said... Clattenburg was good mates with Alex Ferguson and liked Manchester United. And, um, yeah, when, uh, when, when Palace played Man U in the uh, FA Cup final, all the decisions went against Palace. I used to watch Liverpool against United, and then when Clattenburg was ref, they always pick Clattenburg to ref, which I didn't understand. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't get when they when they pick referees who sort of there been a bit of history there. So like for instance, um, I think it's Andre Mariner who's refereeing the Palace Southampton match tonight, um, and he refed the Southampton Palace game last season where he sent Wilfred Zaha off for sarcastically or clapping him because he'd just been awful all game. He'd, there'd been two or three challenges that Southampton had made that were borderline red cards, like sort of studs up into like into the shin, into the knee, didn't even give fouls, or gave a foul but nothing more. And how they, they look at that and go, oh yeah, let's give him that fixture again. Because in that fixture, some of the Southampton players found it hilarious because they were getting all the decisions. James Ward-Prowse as being a nasty yeah, piece of work yeah. and sort of... Good player though he is. Yeah. Hell of a whip. I don't really like him because of that game. <laughs>